Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Dave, season two, episode one, International Gander, the first episode of the next season. Obviously, for those that don't know, if you are not a fan of the show Dave and don't want the show to be spoiled, that is what I am doing here. I'm going through beat by beat talking about every single episode of the TV show Dave, which can be found on FX as well as streamed on Hulu. Season three coming later on, hopefully this year, maybe early next year. Uh, But I will be going through every episode of season two. I've already gone through every episode of season one. So if you want to go back and listen to those, watch those episodes, you are welcome to. You are free to. InspiredDisorder.com. YouTube.com slash InspiredDisorder. Subscribe. There's this own feed for this. If that's all you care about is Dave Talk. You can subscribe to the unofficial Dave Recap podcast on on all podcast apps. But let's get into it, shall we? Obviously, the end of season one, Dave has a label. Uh, he's was working on trying to get a new track released, ended up not, ended up just rapping on The Breakfast Club. Uh, he's no longer with Allie. Uh, But this episode, this season, opens up with Dave and Mike and Gaeta. They are in a green room of a big event. Don't know what it is yet, but they're in the green room. Dave is warming up, getting in the zone. Everybody's kind of getting in the zone. Mike is kind of in the background trying to give little pep talks. Gaeta is ready to go, all this stuff. There you see them on the long walk from the green room out to the stage. And once he hits the stage, you realize what's going on. You realize that he's at an award show and he's a presenter. He walks up to the podium where there's this other presenter standing waiting for him. And it's a Korean music award show. So Dave trying to, you know, he has one sentence that he's a few words in Korean that he says. He mentions uh, BTS, gets a big applause from the crowd, uh, and then kind of walks off. Kind of embarrassing. Like, as far as uh, it just, it just, it's bad. It's bad. The tone is already like, kind of like stressful the the score of this episode is there's like a lot of like this low hum bass that just kind of inspires anxiety and stress right and it, it makes sense you know being stressed out before a big event not knowing what that event is and then all of a sudden i mean he knew what it was but as an audience member you didn't know and then he walks on stage and it's clear it's like okay he's he's presenting some award in korea But then, you know, does his thing, goes off stage, and we're introduced to a new character. He's got an intern now named Dan. He's a Korean dude. He's got Dave's backpack on him. He's got a plate of food for him. And there's, like, arguments. Like, Dave's not happy. He's all aggravated. Mike is like, what are we doing here? Uh, Dave doesn't want the food. 
because he's still on jet lag time. Like they're trying to maintain uh, West Coast time while they're in in Korea. And, it, you know, it's just aggravated. This intern is being treated like shit. Now they're out back in the, the you know, kind of loading docks behind the concert, the arena. And you have uh, Dave uh, talking about or meeting up with CL, who's this Korean artist that he's collaborating with. He's supposed to be doing a video with. And Dave is overwhelmed. She's overwhelmed. Dave is like hyper focused on the video. Just same same kind of mentality from season one of Dave really blocking out every other thing from life except for his hyper focus on what he wants to do with these these little steps of his career. Uh, and this music video is a big thing. He's collaborating with this huge artist uh, who this artist is at a different stage of her career. Right. She's at a stage where her schedule is so packed with things to do that it's overwhelming. Right. She doesn't have time in her day to spend worrying about a single detail. As opposed to Dave, where it's like this music video is his only focus and he's hyper focused on it. So she's overwhelmed with her schedule. She has a little th back and forth with somebody who is assumed to be her manager. She's just like overwhelmed, wish she had more time. Something changed in her schedule. Now she's not getting her day off like she had hoped. She wants to hear more of Dave's music, you know? She, she wants to she's going to collaborate with this guy. She wants to get to know a little bit more of what he's working on, but of course Dave, being the protect, protective person he is, tells her that like he doesn't let his he doesn't let anybody hear his music. He doesn't let his his label hear his music. He doesn't let anybody hear his music. So apparently the label is the little little friction they had at the end of season one where the label was trying to, and I'm sure successfully on some way, uh, kept Dave from releasing Jail as his first single. He's gotten some hands-off treatment from his label. So he's not going to let her listen to anything. But before they go... He asked to get a selfie with her, and uh, last minute, last second, Gata photo bombs. He's got his, I think he's holding his blunt right in the background, gets the selfie. Cut to the crew is back at the hotel. Dave is going into his, his hotel room to kind of relax, take off his shoes, just kind of decompress. He opens up his laptop where you see the background. The wallpaper of his laptop is the LD Photoshop that Emma did for his concert that you saw at the, as the background of his concert with all the little pictures from his social media in the shape of an L and a D. But you see him open his laptop up. You see him click on the folder that's got the new tracks. You don't see the folder open. It just cuts back so we see his reaction to it, kind of looking at it for a beat. And then just this, this just scream that he screams into his pillow. That's just like, 
expelling all of this energy of negativity into this pillow. And uh, then cut to he's in bed, just like begging for CL to like acknowledge this photo. It's like, please like this photo. Please like this photo. What is her name, by the way? Let me. Um, oh, just just CL. I'm sure she's got they mentioned her full name in the in the show, but only listed as CL on website. But anyway, so he's still begging. He's like, please like this photo. Please like this photo. Because that's like everything Dave is concerned with. I mean, now that we know he used to be a marketing, used to be in marketing, like those that's like the angle that, that he's coming at his art from. Right? He's he's almost coming at it from He's putting the cart in front of the horse in a lot of ways, right? Like he's, he's not coming from a place of experience that ends up getting an opportunity. He's somebody that manufactured an opportunity and now is struggling to create the art that he's, he's sold already. Like he's sold something that he hasn't made yet. He's never done an album in the reality of this show, and yet he has a record deal. And yet he's got this budget to go do a music video in South Korea with one of these big artists that's out there. And now he's in bed begging that she notices this this uh, selfie, which she's probably busy finishing her things on her calendar to even think about going online if she even is in charge of her own social media accounts. I mean, most people that are big enough generally have other people to handle those things the many phases is an ongoing abstract ink portrait series that i started many years ago i release a new face every day but go to inspiredisorder.com to check them out so many available but as a listener to the ray taylor show you can save 10 percent when you use coupon code inspired when you check out. So go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for the many faces. Go check them out. Browse the entire collection. And when you decide on a piece or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out and you'll save 10% as a big thank you for checking out my work, for collecting my work, and for listening to The Ray Taylor Show. And with that said... Let's get back to the show. But Dave is beg begging for a like, begging for a like. And then he sees on his Instagram, he sees that Gata is going live. So clicks on that and Gata's holding a stack of money. He's like, we out here, we out here. You know, really doing the other thing that people on social media do kind of putting forward this this imaginary reality where they're like balling it up but then after he stops his live after gata stops his live now we're in that room the room that gata is now sharing with dan the intern and mike the manager not really balling it up as much as you know his instagram live would have led you to believe Kind of showing you the reality of the shit. And then you have Gata asking Dan, it's like, how many black people are in, in Korea? Because he's not seeing anybody. And then, of course, Mike, not to be outdone, 
says there's probably less redheads in Korea than there are black people. And then goes into talking about how redheads have been canceled from history and kind of goes through some notable redheads that people that people don't realize uh, were redheads, including Santa Claus, the fictional character known as Santa Claus. Sorry to spoil that reality for any children out there that still believe, but uh, apparently Santa Claus was initially uh, not fat and redhead. According to Mike, the manager, Dave's manager. Um, so now cut to... Now it's the next morning. Now it's we're in the music video, right? Dave in a bed, waking up, wearing this crazy jumpsuit. I woke up in Korea. And it's this whole music, the music video that he's been filming, dance numbers. You know, you have all these dancers wearing these crazy outfits. that are out in like this main street out in Korea, out in Seoul, Korea which the music video keeps going until he takes a shit in like this toilet that's just out in the middle of the of the street in Korea and then they end you know they cut and Dave is going over all the different kind of things the aspects the the outfits just the details the finer details of the video and he's making sure he wants he's desperate to need this to be more Korean because Dave isn't thinking of this music video as uh, he's just creating art. He is using this video as a way to get his numbers up. And he knows how powerful fans of K-pop, how, they, how they're just so passionate and a huge numbers. And Dave wants to tap into that those numbers tap into that market while clearly not knowing anything about k-pop he has nothing to do with k-pop he's a hip-hop artist he's not he's not a pop artist he's he doesn't even have he has like a, a track maybe you know he's he's recorded a couple tracks so dave is like kind of spouting to try and prove that he, he knows about Korea, spouting like just Korean trivia. So Mike, so they're, they're still, they're on set. They're trying to film this music video. And they're upset because CL is not there. And they're freaking out. They don't know why CL's not there. Why she bounced. Mike is on the phone trying to get a hold of her. Gata mentions that how illegal weed is in, in South Korea, how he was trying to smoke the other night and he wasn't able to because it's super illegal there. And then Dave notices that Gata was in that picture in that selfie with CL and him and Gata was holding up a joint. So now Dave thinks that something happened with CL. Dave thinks that she's no longer doing the video because she was in a picture with weed in it, potentially. I mean, it's a blunt, so anything could have been in that. Could have been tobacco. Maybe he's holding up a baggie of weed. I don't know. 
But that's their that's their theory that they're going ahead with that CL got busted because she's in a picture with weed or her management doesn't like it. Anyway, they're freaking out. Dave's like, we got to do something, not one to just sit on the sidelines and let things happen, let things play out. He's like, we got to go. We got to go track CL down and see what's on, you know, see what's happening. And it's like he saw her interaction with the manager who was like they had a thing. She's overwhelmed. So now cut to they're on a subway. Dave just being a complete asshole. Because things are falling apart. This music video isn't going the way he wanted. CL might not be a part of it now. Mike is reading some article about how the underbelly of K-pop and how it's like all run by the mob. So they're freaking out because it's like, oh no, we like pissed off some big people. Gata trying to change the subject, talking about how he got a blowjob the night before. Which is funny. Gata always tr- Gata's always trying to elevate the mood, which I appreciate. Because this, this is a stressful mood. Out of every single episode of Dave, all of season one and now starting off season two, this is a stressful episode. Dave is not likable. Mike is freaking out most of the time because things aren't going well. You have Dan, the new intern, being treated like shit. Gata trying to keep the mood light. But, of course, Dave, you know, hyper-focused on other things. Mike trying to make things right. But then cops show up on the subway. And they come in and they take Dan. And, of course, Dan's got the the backpack with the laptop in it. With the laptop that has the new album that Dave has been working on. Which they find out that Dave doesn't have any backups. After Dan gets taken, they're like, oh, shit, he had the laptop. He's like, well, my album's on the laptop. Which is affects all of them. If Dave loses his album... Then Gata, there's no need for a hype man. And if there's no album to sell, there's no need for a manager. So now this album is gone. Along with a human being that they don't really care about at all. So there's no backup. So now they're even... Like it's just piling on of the bad things. The score of this episode stressful the events of this episode stressful now they're in like an uber on their way to the police station which of course they can't communicate with the driver because they don't speak korean their translator's gone you have mike trying to get a hold of of dan's mother to hopefully like translate you know you got you got uh dave freaking out because like just trying to like, he's so frustrated. It's, it happens every time somebody's frustrated in a car. Like, you can't put on a seatbelt frustrated. Seatbelts, uh, no. Seatbelts can sense your frustration and will not allow you to put them on if you are. So you have the scene where Dave is trying to put on goddamn seatbelt. It's just not working. Trying to communicate with the driver who doesn't understand him. 
Gata got footage of the the cops getting Dan because Gata is a lifelong black dude and understands that anytime the police are around to film it is uh, on your side, despite the fact that there are states trying to make that illegal. But just tons of anxiety. They can't communicate. They get to a point where the driver hits, you know, stops at a stoplight kind of fast. I'm sure the driver is freaking out as well. You know, you got three people who are angry and frustrated, tons of anxiety, and they're speaking another language. You don't understand what they're saying. They don't understand what you're saying. He hits the brakes. They stop. Weed goes flying out of Gata's pocket, landing on the seat. And then there's this scene where it's like, Everybody notices what just happened. And Gata, you know, quietly kind of tucks it away. Mike, knowing what happened, is texting Dave. And he's like, uh, we just came out. What are we going to do? When they could just be speaking, they could just say it in English. But he's texting him. It's like, okay, I'm going to get out of this car on three. And then when it happens, of course, the door is locked, which is hilarious. Probably one of the few funny moments of this episode is when Dave tries to escape from this Uber and the door is locked. And he tells the guy, he's like, oh, I farted. Could you just bring the like as a way to excuse his behavior for for trying to uh, to open the door? Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. So they get to the police station, cop comes out, cop asks them, another funny scene, cop asks them to describe to him what Dave looks like. Now, of course, it's very difficult for them to describe what Dave looks like in a country where there's not, I mean, it's, it's a lot easier when there's a lot of diversity to kind of describe somebody. All those, like, simple hallmarks of like hair color skin color like generic attributes a human has that might be different from one race to another uh don't really exist when you're in south korea so it is a funny moment where they're seriously struggling struggling to try and describe dan to these cops and of course mike does a pretty good job he's like well he's american he speaks English. He's got the laptop. Like, he says things that would definitely be, his name is Dan. 
You know, like definitely things that are specific to him that would help identify him. Uh, so they go inside to this jail where Dan is. They're getting frisked, obviously, to go in, which is an intense moment as well because Gata stuffed the weed in his sock. Instead of getting rid of it, he's st stuffed in his sock. So when he's getting, everybody's getting frisked, there is a clear and present danger of the cops finding the weed in Gata's sock, which they don't. But they go, they see Dan in prison, and come to find out that Dan was born in Korea, which they knew, uh, and then moved to the U.S. when he was like five years old. But apparently there's a rule in Korea that uh, all Koreans must serve in the military, which is common in a lot of countries, which is kind of, you know, kind of makes sense on some level to for every single person. Like you can't like in the U.S., it's usually just the poor people that go to fight, fight the wars. You know, if you're wealthy of any, you don't ever have to do that kind of stuff. Um, so to kind of have a mandatory thing of your whole country to do it. Interesting. But that's why they, his his papers were flagged when he when he came in to the the country, uh, and they tracked him down and picked him up at the in the subway. So he's got to spend he's got two years of duty that he needs to. So Dan is no longer part of the crew. Still in prison though, and people now they're freaking out. It's like where's the laptop? Because they didn't really care about Dan. The only if if Dan didn't have dave's laptop and backpack they wouldn't have given a shit that's how that's how much they valued dan up until this point so now they're freaking out about the laptop and of course dan like they're starting to get aggravated and things like that and dan's like pissed dan's like fuck you man you treat me like shit which is, despite the fact that I love this show, I love Dave, I love Lil Dicky, I agree. He is acting like a complete and utter asshole and does not give a shit about Dan whatsoever. So I appreciate when Dan steps up and says, fuck you. Definitely means it. But then there's yelling, there's pushing. Things are clearly starting to get out of hand. Right, there's a bunch of cops. You got the four, you got Gata, Mike, and Dave, all kind of everybody's kind of pushing, like, what's going on? Oh, melee, melee. And then Dave yells out, There's nothing on the laptop. He comes clean. He's got no music. There is no next album. That's why we saw him cry into the pillow after he opened his laptop and clicked on the folder because there's nothing in there. It's also why on some level he's not necessarily as freaked out. He's more freaked out at the fact that they're going to know that he doesn't have anything on his laptop than, than it being stolen. But they find out that uh, there's no songs on it. There's no songs on it. And there's this great moment where the guard uh, asked Dan what he just said. And he's like, oh, he's creatively bankrupt. Which is true. Because Dave has been focused on everything except for 
making the music. He's far more worried about building his audience than he is making art. Chanel back on the subway. Mike is down. Mike's depressed. Gata is, you know, trying to cheer everybody up like Gata does. You know, and, and tells Mike, he's like, listen, man, it, this is insane that I'm in Korea with you guys and we're even doing this thing. Like, life is good. And Mike even uses Gata's little, little words of wisdom, his little pep talk to try and cheer up Dave as well, which Gata found funny. And I found funny as well. So they're trying to give Dave a, a little pep talk. So now they go back to set. It's nighttime now. It's dark. And one of the PAs is like, you got to go. You got CL's looking for her. You got to go. So Dave's running up, and then he says on top of this building, he sees CL wearing that the costume that she was supposed to wear that's more Korean that kind of taps into all the Asian cultures that are potential audience for Dave. And he does this whole speech to her while she's standing on the edge of this building. And he's like, don't do it. Don't kill yourself. I know what it's like to be like he's trying to relate to her, which they have things to relate to about. They're both artists, but she's like at a completely different stage of her career than Dave, where the things that Dave is trying to relate to her on isn't necessarily the same things but he's trying to talk her down which doesn't work because she jumps but that's when we find out that it was only a stunt person because she found fell on a giant airbag it was just a stunt person and then the person that you think is her manager which is only her head of security like all of that stuff that they had assumed was wrong it wasn't the photo with the weed. It wasn't a, a, a controlling manager that was the problem. It was the fact that they were on jet lag time and told her the wrong time. So she's angry at them for not being there when they were. they told her to be there. And just all this kind of stuff. Very big miscommunication all over the place. So because of that, because of the lack of professionalism with Dave and his crew, the video's off. And Dave now has hit rock bottom. Dave now knows because they wasted all this money on this, this uh, music video. Dave doesn't have any has no music for an album and now this music video that was supposed to launch him into these new markets is not going to happen so now dave tells mike like now i have nothing now there's nothing before we thought when there was just no album there was nothing at least there was this music video but now there is nothing and uh a very downer anxiety driven episode a couple comedic moments but very very much a bone boner very much a bummer episode 
for Dave. A very tonally different episode than everything in the first season. Uh, very stressful. Mike, Dave is less likely, less likable. So uh, we'll see how it goes from here until next episode. That was the end of the episode when everything falls apart. Uh, episode two is called Antsy. So I will talk about that next Tuesday as I recap season two, episode two, Antsy, the show Dave. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.